I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. We are live! What is up, Insomniacs and MMA fans alike? Welcome to another MMA submission, this time with Matt and Cameron. Ten -ten. What's up, guys? Sans Mason. Sans Mason this time, but he'll be here tonight when we stream the fights at 10 p.m. Eastern for UFC 257. But I thought we would do a show doing our predictions for the card yep. and talking about some stuff that's gone on. You know, so there's been some happenings in the UFC. Well, probably let's start off because you wanted to talk about Max Holloway versus Calvin Cater. Yeah, I finally got to see it on ESPN Plus yesterday. I was oh going to say. God. Nobody should spar anymore. Oh. Because I know they kept saying that, and I know that uh, DC kept saying that they should have stopped the fight. And after the third round, he was like, he could he kept saying it, yeah. throw the towel in at any time. And I'll tell you what, some people are never right from trauma from fights like that. And it's so true because Well, there are a couple fights like Chris Weidman is one with never, Luke Rockhold where his chin never really looked the never same. Never looked the same. He's never been the same fighter since then. And, and, and that's just the way it is. He hasn't. Yeah. You can nod your head and He's say whatever. A step slow. I think that a step slower. A step yes, slower. it's called burning brain cells from freaking CTE or you know traumatic brain injury, and then it's exactly hopefully, what goes on. Hopefully, since they're forty fivers, there's not as bad of consequences. But man, Calvin took some punishment, and you want to talk about who? Tough motherfucker. And they're tough. just tough. I think DC said it best. There's some nights where you're just flowing and you're in the zone yeah. and you're on it, you're, where you're just playing out of your mind. And I feel he like was. that was Max he, Holloway. Max Holloway was above and beyond. I haven't seen him look that good. He's looked tired to me and a step off for the past three or four fights. I would say three or four. Ever since when he fought, he fought Poirier. See, I, I, Poirier I when push he, back on that. So he didn't look good against Poirier. He Poirier, got Poirier, No, I would he say he got worse. Here's the tell. He was too big. Portier was yeah, too he, big. He hit too hard. Too big. But and too hard. he did not get worked. I think that he lost, you know, a unanimous decision. I don't think it was I don't think it was like a steamrolling. I just think when Max hit Poirier, it did not affect him. And when Poirier hit Max, it supremely affected him. That's called being rolled over. Cheese. I'm not gonna go back on it. I'm not gonna you on the show. Yeah, because I'm you bring not that intense rhetoric. Not a bitch. But and, but it's true. But he, if you he look at not hurt Dustin, and it's just the way it is, man. At the second Volkov you, you just have to get over it. At the second Volkov fight. Yeah. I mean, you're crazy though if you think that uh, Oh, the second one he looked the best. Max I, Holloway, I still think after seeing that fight, I think he won. That was his last fight I before really this do. one. I really think he you won. Know? That was his last fight before this one. So yeah. I think it's easy to say, and I think that it's pretty proper to say, that, you know, Max has looked good in his last two fights. Yes. But that little, like, there was that period there where it was a little spooky. Where he, he didn't talk right. His he lost eyes the first glazed to me. Well, he lost the first uh, Volkanovski fight, and then he said, you know, I'm going to go up. And he had those two losses back-to-back. -back. He had Volkanovski, I mean, how did they Poirier. talk about in the fight in Poirier? That's the thing I don't well, get. Well, I mean... He had been I mean, saying that's just crazy to me. It really, really is. It's spooky. scary. It's, it's spooky. really. But I mean, no. how the fuck do you agree to fight that? Here's the thing. It's it was part of the analyst and part of him. You know, he's like he's one of those Hawaiian fighters where Hawaiian fighters think they can take on the world. Like BJ Penn, yes. actually had fights at heavyweight. 
Really? Like that's how crazy PJ well, Penn he, is. Actually, PJ Penn actually thinks he can still take on the world. Oh my! And gosh. he fights in the street constantly. Taking how dare you? And but he does it with lubrication. It's, it's that mindset, you know. And I feel like uh, Max Holloway had a bit of that mindset. And also, analysts were saying for years, you have the frame, you have a big frame for forty-five. Why not move up to fifty-five? He's but the, forty-five. But the only thing is. The power didn't increase. No, it didn't. When he went up, didn't go with him. It didn't. As there was he went up, he felt healthier. And sure, he, he did. Didn't have to he cut wasn't going. Much. But he's cutting. He, I mean, what do you think, Poirier? What do you think, Dustin walks around at one seventy-five? Yeah, he's a big. All right, <laughs> can we break? I mean, on a good and day, he looks way more solid. Sure and when he, does. he hits, there's an extra like. There's Boom. a difference. There's a difference between watching frames. Poirier hit. There is because when, if you look at the frames of yeah. the uh, of him. Connor, I mean, all those guys, they're just, their frame is a bigger set than Max Holloway's. Not taking anyone from Max because he is a 145. And that fight, if nothing else proved to him, stay at 145. Because if he can no longer make weight, it's time for, for him to retire because I don't think he should be moving up. Well, he can make weight. I don't think he's ever... No, he's not. He's, he's never been missed. a professional since he's been in the biz. But like, he does have to cut an arm and a leg to make 45. Sure. But, uh, that but was he's a professional. Of, that was part of what it made 55 attractive. But man, oh man. Uh, it was Dude. the smartest decision he ever... He took those... For the two fights, he looked great. He looked good in Volkanovski too, and he looked good in... Uh, he looked, obviously... Unbeatable, unbeatable against Calvin Cater. Calvin Cater had nothing for him. No. And we like Calvin Cater. Oh, I do. You were, we were talking about it, and I gave him, you know, a pretty good shot at coming out I with did. the win. I, I thought too. that Max Holloway was going to feel Cater's punches and be a little bit like the Poirier fight. Well, for me, I thought that he was now starting to miss a step. I didn't think he was Max Holloway of old, to be honest with you. And I thought that this was a telltale fight. If he got beat by Cater, then I, guess what? We might have just seen the end of Holloway, but here's the thing: he's had he had more output than he's had in his career, probably. I mean, he's you were telling me the other day he it's has the most the attempted. He has the most attempted and landed strikes. He's one, two, and three on the list. It's, he's he owns all three spots. I think he's one, three, and four. So I think that two is uh, Khabib. It, but it's ground strikes. If we're talking about, that's the thing. No, but all I think the other, it's overall strikes. All the other fights on that list yeah. uh, are, are ground fights. Yeah. Where the guy was landing vicious ground pound and it was wearing the guy down. This is completely different. Yeah, this is. is Mortal Kombat. It this is. is on your feet. Throwing two men punches standing in front of each 700 other. 700 times to, to in five rounds. 700 punches. I couldn't do it. Is like, if we're doing a Taibo martial arts video, yeah. that, would be, that would exhaust a lot of Fighters, a lot yeah. of pro fighters no, would they, get tired. They would be exhausted. just throwing seven hundred punches, sure. like you mean it. Then you take Max Holloway landing, landing what three, three, three something, 16, three forty between three sixteen and three forty six. They were something saying. insane. It was almost half of his punches were landing, and that's on the feet. And you want to talk about yeah. those are not light shots. Those aren't like no. he's jabbing you to death. Because if we rewind that fight and you look in the third and fourth round, those elbows up against were the cage. Brutal. Are truly some of the most vicious I've hits I've ever that. seen. It might be. It's got to be one of the best fights I've ever seen. Well, thank God we have a cage instead of ropes because oh, he Calvin would have flown through the ropes. Calvin would have. Yeah, he would have been knocked through the ropes like Tommy Hearns knocked uh, people through. Yeah, the ropes there was a period easily. there where Holloway was just hitting him, and you would just watch Calvin like rebound off, off the, the cage, cage to yeah. stay up. Yeah. 
Because his knees had buckled at least three I was times. Say, at least three times. And the force of the elbow was such that he was getting knocked into the into yeah. the cage. And 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 the crazy part is he would hit him with an elbow and then come with a body shot and then come right back with an elbow again. It was just brutal. Well, it's the it stuff brutal. we got when Cerrone was not hard sparring and he was hitting pads a lot before he yeah. got a little bit slower and the chin started to get a uh, you know a little knocked there for Donald. Yeah. And he's also still so sorry. He still can win fights, and he still can look pretty. He's fought too but, many times but, back to back. He's, he's yeah. But I to stay think on he task, needs time off, and that's just what I think. Max what I'm Holloway saying, needed. what does look pretty is when you drill those combinations over and over again. Oh, what I've yeah. seen when these dudes don't spar, yes. then they're landing those four and five punch yeah. combinations. And you could actually hear Calvin's corner telling him, I, I, "No two punch combos. We need three. We need three. You need to be first. You need to be first. And he couldn't get to be first. And here's the crazy part: Calvin was throwing punches from. Calvin the bleachers and he was connecting was and those were hard shots and Max was doing the blink and then answering right back it was crazy and he was getting hit there were a couple times I thought he might have been wavered or his knees might have buckled I think he hurt him once there was at least time. one time I can remember he hit him with a right uh, over overhand right and I th you could actually see him step back exactly Holloway was coming at him hunting him yeah. and then you just saw Calvin torque his whole body it was from the bleachers you knew it was coming you knew it was coming and Holloway right actually backed up for a second and was like from the whoa hit. and then he came right back again but, came right back again and the funny part was in that match yeah. if you watch him he was actually talking to DC and the guys at the bench because oh. he was yelling over at him uh, yeah remember I I'm back. This is wait for my next fight. Wait for my next fight. I'm back, and he's well, screaming. He, you know, it was crazy. It was I think crazy. that was a bit of a response to a lot of the critics and analysts, sure, and me weekend too. commentators like us, like who me. are saying, "Man, I give Cater a pretty good shot at I winning that too, fight." I did. You I know, did. and Absolutely. a lot of people were giving Cater the edge in that fight, and to see it so go so emphatically the other way, well, yeah, it shows was a shock. Well, it shows you there are like we talk in other weight classes. There's one and one A. And then there's everybody else. Yeah, that's and, what we were talking about. And, there's a there's a difference between champ championship level talent. Yes, and that's just how top three, top two, top two or three guys, maybe four, and then there's everybody else. And that's just the way it is. Well, Corey Anderson said it the best. There are levels to this, and yes. you you don't really realize it. No, uh, I think there are two times you realize it. You realize it watching pro fighters fight people who aren't pro fighters. Uh, pro fighters. Yeah, and then you realize it when you're watching. The champions fight guys who are ranked, you know, six. Like, six Calvin Cater was six. Yeah. And he made him look like six. And when you fight, it's a yeah, different echelon between top five caliber talent and the champs, right? Because the champs can be at the top five caliber Top five talent reliably. But then you go right. to no, no, champ no. versus no, a totally six, agree. and you get what you got Calvin Cater v. Max Holloway. And let me preface this. We sat on the couch watching that fight again, and what do we say? We said this to your brother. Now everybody take on take take a breath for a minute. We're not saying that that he sucks or they're fighters in the UFC. And if we say they're not that good, you have to remember these are the top four hundred guys in the world. They would yeah. they would wipe the mat or the ring with any walk of the mill normal person, anybody trying to work their way up through the ranks or anybody. These are the top four hundred guys on the planet. 
Aside from a couple great guys in Bellator and a couple great guys in one. I, I, and I'm not dismissing that, but I don't watch one. I don't watch Bellator that often. We're more of the Coke and, and Diet Coke instead of Pepsi. Yeah. So we do pay more attention to, and I'm not saying they're not great guys there, but when you talk about, you know, because I've said it on It's all relative. Sure. All statements are relative. Yeah. So we not always that get, great or we always shouldn't get be messages in the ring. where they're sure. like, how, how dare you how dare talk I? about martial artists? And I'm like, well, it's all relative it right is. it is it's like when we say that anthony joshua had a bad match relatively guys yes. yeah. relatively against Compared. the talent he's against exactly it's obvious and i feel like that's one of the things people are tend tend to be sensitive because it's the same Sense, thing sensey bitches yeah. yeah it's the same thing with movie studios sure. when we say movie studios put out a bad movie it doesn't mean that the movie is badly made it means that it was it's a bad movie. It's, yeah. it's not, it sucked. Yeah, I was going to say. It sucked. They're In clearly, context yeah. to the other movies. You might have talented right. camera operators sure. and the best technology. It doesn't mean the movie's good. No. No, because if your writing sucks, exactly, sucks. and you can have you can have great camera work, and you can exactly. have the and, best VGX guys and you can in have the world, good, and you can have great writing. But guess what? If you have the worst actors on the planet, it's still gonna suck. It's bad. So that's just how it goes. Now, is it gonna be better than what I take on a Nokia phone yes. with my buddies? Yes, that's called relativity. Yeah, but 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 yeah, getting yeah, back to getting the fight. Back. Uh, he it's just showed, an incredible fight. It was just, just an incredible fight. Just how big that gap is. Yes. Because Cater, especially after round three, was hitting him with the hardest shots, and they, they didn't even get the blink anymore. No, because after the third round... He had taken so much out of Calvin. Yes. Calvin didn't have the power to stop no. him. So even when he landed those super big it, wrenching shots... They didn't carry the same weight. No. The same impact. It didn't and, stop... No. Holloway from walking him down. And then from then on out, he did walk him down. He was always first. I'm talking about Max Holloway. And he didn't get his knees buckled. Yeah. And, and he didn't start talking until the fourth and the fifth round to everybody else and to and to, Ka and well, to Calvin. That was actual Street Fighter Mortal Kombat type stuff. It was. Where, where he's talking to DC and then dodges the three-punch combination. Yeah. I and mean, that's literally what he was doing. It was like Matrix shit. Like, like what it was, is It that? was literally Theo. You can't, like, if I put that in my MMA movie... If I was making an MMA movie, people would be like, this is fucking bullshit. This yeah, doesn't no. happen. Cameron, this is stupid. he was doing it. He was doing it. And it's also like, uh, you know, uh, we even said that, you know, uh, I remember Mason and I were watching the movie Warrior. Yeah. And in one movie in the movie Warrior, uh, the fighter in the movie has uh, the other fighter in a headlock and grabs him and throws him. Yes. But then we're watching the Cat Zingano fight yes. yesterday. Cat Zingano versus Amanda Nunes. Nunes. Uh, uh, go back and watch it, watch it on ESPN+. Cat Zingano's hitting bridge tosses. Uh, beast! Twice! She hit two. Not once, twice! She hit two bridge tosses it from the front headlock. It was out of the movies. And w the first time she did it, I had forgotten the fight. And we both said, we were like, holy shit, did she just I really mean, do that? it's just insane. Because she got pummeled in the first round and then she turns around and comes right back with her ground game and her jiu-jitsu and her moves and just won the fight and that's why it's even more impressive when that stuff happens in mma <sighs> it, it was obviously iconic when muhammad ali's talking and doing that stuff in boxing yes when you have to worry about a limited rule set the guy can only use his hands and if yep. you clinch the ref's gonna break it up to do something that risky in a in an MMA fight, when all bets are off, when all bets are off, and you can coming. lose any number of ways. Yeah, that's truly spectacular. It is. It is. It was scary. And then after that, what did we watch? We watch uh, Kiesa. Uh, no. Oh yeah, we watched Kiesa I versus got it right. Magni. I'm so happy about that. You and know, Kiesa looking proper strong. Dude, what a ground game. He's looking, uh, you know, he's just, he's uh, he's actually healthy now at 170. You know, he was one of those guys who wrestled, and you can tell. 
wrestlers tend to do that. They yeah. tend to get anemic and be like, I want to be as small as possible because then I'll be the strongest guy there. Yeah. But what they don't account for is your frame. You know, it doesn't translate as well. well and you could be you could be frail at a lower weight. And here's the thing too: you're so concerned about losing weight. You don't learn what you need to know to do well in the fight or the match, yeah. and that and that I find now what he's doing is he's becoming a more rounded fighter. You can see his hands. You have to worry about his hands now. He was doing stuff that he had never done before. He was throwing punches to set up the takedown, which he'd never done that before. Yeah, if and you look at like the Joe Lozon fight, he was just running at Joe Lozon, and that's running. where he caught the knee and had he lost due to the exactly. doctor's cut. And and that's the whole thing. And you're a different person when you don't have to worry about cut an extra 15 pounds you know what I mean you can go in and actually learn things and be prepared for the fight have a strategy when you go in instead and of putting fantastic. on uh, two sweatshirts yeah. and uh, trash bags yeah. during practice and during hitting mitts you can actually focus on what the exactly. coach is saying exactly you're a ghost and we talked about what that problem might have been for Daniel Cormier when you talked about when he was getting in shape for his later heavyweight fights he was like 20 to 30 pounds out of shape at least yeah so his first looks, and you were even saying and I, he looks like a coach now. He's he a coach. He's a coach. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's not. There's not. But he does not he's look like coach pod now. He's coach pod now. Because we were both. We, he stood in the ring and he was standing there next to Mike. And we were like, oh shit. And he's coach. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing you, you wrong with that. You have those coaches who are him. great athletes and then they get the coach pod. And exactly. Then, Good for him. I was gonna say, especially you know, we talked about this before. The wrestlers fatigue is a real thing when these guys train from a super young yeah. age. And when you're a five, like a an eight year old, and you have to make weight yeah. that starts to weigh on you mentally it does. it does and when you have to do that until you're 40 shit wears shit off. snaps it, it wears a little bit it where wears it's like, on your psyche where it's like really it do i have to have boiled chicken breast and then again, run and sweats again again like, i have to everything's done i have to go to for a jog again i mean yeah. no i guarantee that making weight and all that struggle is part of what can uh uh Gave him health problems in the Olymp when he was on the uh, uh, the Olympic at the Olympic Center. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and he, I, a lot of fighters, even Khabib, yeah. has gone through that where he went into renal failure. Dustin Poirier, Dust yeah, Dustin, more too. injury prone, prone, weaker. everything. He just couldn't take the damage. And, he could and take and at we did watch. I did see clips of him as a one forty five. He's not a one forty five. He belongs at one fifty five. He's another yeah. guy. You know what I mean? And and. Hopefully, more fighters will find themselves at a better weight class. It's hard because the, the game, yeah. the game, especially when you have pundits second guessing everything, yep. or oh, he's moving up in weight classes. Does he want it still? Like, what's yeah. this? Is well, he searching that's, for that's something? A really good point. A lot like, of what's did. going on? Or is he like he's running out of answers? And it's like, dude. Yeah, but we still uh, keep seeing fighters damn. who. When they move up, it works out better for them. You know what I mean? John's never going to go back to 205. It only works out well if they have the frame for it. Yes, I would uh, agree with uh, that. There are some guys we saw. Because we did say Max, it didn't work. Or if him. you look at uh, Joaquin Buckley. Buckley landed that yeah. where the, the famous knockout where they caught the kick. And he oh, he did, the did, other yeah, leg. he did. Yeah. He just got knocked out. Yeah. And he fights at 185. And the thing is, when you're fighting at 185, he's not a 185er. No. He'd be perfect for a 175. What? He can't make 170, though. He'd still be the same guy. Gastelum is another one. He'd be great at 175. 70? Could you imagine him at 175? I don't think he, like. He's never going to make it. I don't think he'd ever make it because it's a happiness thing. Yes. He'd be He's yeah. miserable when he can't eat and part of a, what he he's wants. He's a great 185. That's man. the thing. When you get him happy. Yeah. But the thing is, he just doesn't have the frame to beat those top guys. No, he doesn't. He's you know? always going to be one, two, or three, as in contenders. I don't yeah. know if he'll ever make being champ. I'm sorry. At 185, but, but if no. there was a 175 class, you know, he's up there. 
there's a lot more fighters who probably would have stayed in the game a little longer if they were little tweeners. Yeah, exactly. Where they could go, okay, you know what? I have a hard time making 170, but you know, 185 or, is just yeah. too far. It's too far. But if there was something in between, I might hang out for a few more. You might even get to see GSP walk back oh toward the God. ring. Because another well, he thing, talked about another that. thing that we were we were saying, and and camera's so mad at me right now it's so, because it's, you know I, what? The GSP slander needs to stop. I can't help it because it's so champ. funny to me because I kept saying. Uh, uh, Hayden goes, who's that? And I go, it's GSP. You don't know what he looks like because usually we see him walking away from the ring retiring or he's had enough. Oh and my he's he's got to wait to pick another fighter to fight. But, you know, it, it was... <laughs> See, okay, see, that's probably the most fair critique of him you've ever given. Yeah, it is true. Because He's that great. is true. Because there's a clear difference between an, a GSP and Conor McGregor, and it's that Conor McGregor, by and large, has fought everyone we've wanted him to fight. Yes. And has never not given us the fight. Yes. Whereas GSP will say, well, I don't want to fight that guy. Exactly. And that's the difference between and a champion. That was his condition. Uh, let's do it this way. That's the between a difference between a champion and a GOAT. Yeah, a champion and a legend. There, that's and the difference. I appreciate GSP's legacy and how he's protected too. it. I do too. But I, I'd rather have a guy warts and all yes. who, le- who we don't have to wonder yeah. about what would have happened if he had fought people. And people do that all the time where they're like, what if GSP fought what this if? guy? What if? And it's like, well, Connor, we know. We know what happens if he fights Nate Diaz on two weeks notice. He yep. loses. He loses, We yeah. know what happens if he fights Khabib and dicks off in camp. Dicks off in camp. Exactly. Dicks off in camp. Hey, I love how he tries to say he fought you at your worst. Hey, Khabib choked you out. Yeah. So I'm sorry. That's your rationalizing it. it after. And, and the you know fact. what? I'd rather have him. I get why he has to do that though. No, no. But I'd rather have him rationalizing after he actually had the fight with somebody and loses. Then never go. I don't want to fight that. If he guy. ran from Khabib, that'd be even worse. It would be worse. But you know what? I'd rather have the match and then everybody have their excuse afterwards yeah. than never see the fight at all. And and I, I respect. That more, I respect Connor more for having a reason why he didn't win after the fight than a guy goes. I don't want to fight that guy because yeah. you know what? That's the person I don't want to respect that doesn't want to fight that guy. And Connor, you've heard him behind the scenes film film all the time with video, and he goes, "I don't care. I, who am I fighting?" Dan? They I'm called him on uh, two weeks' notice yes. with Nate Diaz, and then two weeks' notice at, or three, two or three weeks' notice with Chad Mendez. Just he literally woke up and they were like, "Aldo's hurt," and he's like, "Who am I fighting? Who am I fighting?" Remember that shot? And, and he didn't give a shit. That's, Pretty awesome. And stuff Dana to smiled. See. I remember seeing that caption. Was, was it the Conor McGregor uh, his documentary? And they were I think doing it was it when he was sitting there with his with, Vegas documentary. Yes, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and his PT girlfriend. And they and they were they came t- and check it. Came out check his knee. And I'll never forget that. That's when he said, "Listen, he had to pull out." And he goes, "Well, who am I fighting then?" And he didn't give a shit. He didn't care. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Uh, you know, uh, although Khabib has had injuries. And he's had to pull out. He, by and large, has fought everyone Everybody. in the division. Everybody. The only thing is he's won so quickly. Handily. It's, uh, Handily. Well, you were talking about that where you're like, man, Connor's being made to look like a bitch. And I'm like, who looks good against Khabib? Nobody. Who looks good? Nobody No does. one looks Nobody. good. Justin Gaethje can wrestle his ass off. I was he making fun of good. that. I did. I was, I was, I was couch making fun of everything yesterday. But the thing but yeah, is. No. Nobody looks good against the greatest of all time. But. It's also, like you said, it's good that he fought him. And I get why fighters have to yeah, rationalize losses. Talking loss. to you, GSP. I get, I get why fighters have to rationalize losses. Yeah. It makes sense. For a fighter, you need to if be you, prideful and exactly. you need to believe in yourself. Exactly. And you need to explain it away because yes, the do. reality is what? You, then you're not good enough? No, that no, can't be it. it can't be it. You're that a had fighter. To be a reason. Short-term memory loss. Yeah. Why did I lose? This is why I lost. I could beat him next time. And that's yeah. what they have to yeah. do. I totally agree with that. Because if you're sitting there and you oh, have I your demons. Oh, I just wasn't good enough? Oh. Uh, demons are... 
out of the box. That. I don't want to hear that. Exactly. So a true champion has to have short-term memory loss. And and somebody in the background going, you know, it's Jimmy going, yeah, you know what? That's why. That's why. That's why, champ. Yeah, that's yeah. why. Hey, you know what? Next time, champ, you got him. And then champ Although starts. all the fans know what it is. Yeah. It's, we know it's rationalizations. And fans to. were appropriately have pointing have that to. out. Like, come on, man. Get, like, get on the page. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But and, and, and in again, the promos, I get it. You can't be yes. like, oh, yeah. Especially with a guy you hate. Yeah. In Khabib. Connor hates Khabib. Khabib hates Connor. So he, what, you think dislikes. he's going to be like, oh, he was better than me? Like, yep, Sorry about that. We just. Matt running the board again. Yeah. But uh, uh, I I just thought that that was. Oh, yeah. It's just the. No, no. You're good. You're good. Okay. But uh, I thought that that was interesting to see. And. Uh, I liked watching the, the other. Well, the before. thing is, it's funny. You hate. You, you like. You like being critical of GSP. I and do. I that do. is the best critique I think you have of him. But the funny thing is, we we're like, what GSP fight do you want to put on? And we put on. We've been on possibly the worst GSP fight to put on if you're I critical know, of him. We I put know. on the Hendrix fight. A Hendrix fight. Which. And, I'm sorry, GSP lost. Wow. How good, though? Is the ESPN Plus production on these old fights? Oh boy! Instead of keeping the old quality cameras and just playing the normal broadcast, no. instead they take the high level cameras that were used by photographers. Yes. And they use like close-ups. Yeah, they And they did. make it way more intimate and way more yeah, real, right in your face. And it looks like they might have reprocessed some of the footage, remastered some of the footage, so it doesn't look terrible. So if you go under the classics on ESPN Plus, <sighs> pleasantly surprised. Totally worth checking out if you if you haven't seen it in a while. Which we clearly forgotten the fights. Yeah. So to go back down there and go right down that row and go, hey, hey, and and you know what, hey. Hey, you know, all the Mexican supplements for Jimmy. Jimmy was on all the Mexican supplements. This Johnny is before Hendricks. USADA. Before USADA. Yeah. And he was puffy. Johnny Hendricks, a.k.a. Jimmy. Uh, is, oh, is that what I said, yeah. Johnny? Oh, I'm sorry. Jimmy Hendricks. No, it's Johnny Hendricks. It's Johnny. See, yeah. I did it again, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Keep doing it. Anyway, well, Hendricks. Jimmy. Hendricks, Hendricks enormous. And he looked so... Exp- and I've always said this. It's weird when fighters... Fighters aren't... Uh, Can I say I didn't hate it? Can stop, I say I didn't hate stop. it? Can I say I don't hate it? Stop. So bad. Can I say I don't hate it as much as I thought I would? You know what I mean? I just don't hate it. It's brutal. I mean, that's that why brutal, I, I love watching some of the old stuff because you know what? It's not bad seeing Overeem or... Uberim or, and... Uh, uh, yeah, the Uberim and, and all the other guys that are just jacked. Like huge. Not big. Uh yeah, those days are nice, but I'm happier where the sport's at now. It is. But I will no, it's say better. it's more legitimate. There's it still makes some fighters product. in the UFC where they go from being like point fighters to now their punches hit twice as hard and they're yeah. are stopping guys yeah. dead. Makes you wonder. Makes, makes you, wonder, you wonder, especially they're from overseas. Yeah, where you saw it, it just doesn't stop and it's, in. It's not saying that uh, fighters from overseas are of a less uh, moral character no. than American no. fighters. What I'm saying is it's just opportunity. Yes, and. American fighters have less of an opportunity because USADA is based out of the United States. Yes. So they're going to have an easier time showing up at your place than they are flying to Serbia yep. and finding you, yes. tracking you down. Or, da- or down to, to South America. Or, or South America. Or anywhere. Or, anywhere. or Germany. It's going to be. New Zealand. It's yeah. just a fact of a fact that they're not flying around the world collecting urine samples from As everybody. often. As often as they do for here in the United States. Granted, they still get some impressive numbers for some people. I remember, uh, I think Israel Adesanya has like 12 tests, which is like pretty who's, impressive. Who's the most tested person in the oh UFC? Oh my God. Holly. Holly Holm. They're there sticking go. that girl with needles after every. 
every Constantly. practice. After every practice. Constantly. There's not a more tested individual in the UFC. Well, it makes sense. She's crackerjacked. She is jacked. Which, you know... She's quite the impressive I one. mean, I was going to say, especially with how much she's hey, getting tested, that's hey, impressive. Step aside, Gal Dukat. Because you know what? Gal Dukat. Really? Did I say it wrong? There's no way Holly Holm is more attractive than Gal Dukat. She's... She's more ripped. stronger. Yeah, she's, she's way stronger. More. Way more believable as Wonder Woman, probably. That's what I meant. Like Wonder well, no, Woman, no, no, no. you have this more beautiful. No, no, I was gonna say okay. there's not a Hollywood image. She's an Israeli supermodel. No, I didn't. I'm not saying that, but she's jacked. Yeah, she is so jacked. Well, yeah, when when a girl has bigger shoulders than uh, you or I, it's kind of crazy. Okay with that. <laughs> yeah, you are. That's weird. I feel like you like you like okay it a bit. With that. Okay. Stop, <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but yeah. And then what was the other one we watched? We watched uh, uh, Umar. Oh, Umar Nurmagomedov, his twenty-four-year-old brother of Khabib. He's twenty-four now, but golly, man, man the guy fight. he fought was no slouch too. Sixteen and five from Kazakhstan. Oh my god, and. Uh, he was and bringing man, the pain. He, he was bringing was, the pain. You could tell he had been in a lot of fights, and he was very oh, yeah. savvy. But Umar is a completely different fighter than Khabib. Wow, I was what a very shocked. And here's the crazy part. Stop with his submission. He's a striker. He's not afraid Whoa, to take somebody's that's back. That's the thing. You look at his takedowns. They're gorgeous. Yes. His, his shot but was you know gorgeous. What? That's just boring to me. Yeah. I will just smack gonna, you into submission. I was going to say. I will make you my bitch. He's throwing these question mark I kicks. I will change his face. <laughs> his... His question mark kick, kick was insane. I'd never seen the him like that. Yeah, and just like smacking he just people, flicks it up, and, and just slaps him in the sniff face. Sniff it, sniff it, sniff it, take it. Yeah, yeah. right out of hell. But <laughs> <laughs> seeing a Zohan movie, seeing a young guy like that get into the UFC, wow. and you can tell he's developed a skill set. What we saw in that fight is he just needs a bit more experience to get to that top level. He does. He, he needs more ring time. Yes. and this is going to be perfect for him because he has the skill set. He's obviously more working. Octagon. They say you got to be more time in the octagon. God damn these these freaking Dagestani Eagles MMA man. dudes. Here's what's fr here's what's frustrating. Now, you know why Khabib's no longer worried yeah. about fighting. He's well, got that under control. Thankfully, over there. thankfully in the U.S., I'm not completely disgraced because we have American Top Team. Yeah. We have AKA. We yeah. have a bunch of solid teams, but AKA that's where the Dagestani dudes come to train. But they do. You know, we have some solid camps in the U.S. Right but in with the Coach Bod, watch, But watching a bunch of fighters who are dedicated to discipline is awesome to it see. It, it was really great to watch. Seeing fighters, you know, they don't drink. They're always active. They're they're staying fit. They all know how to wrestle. You since, never Since five. You never have to worry because sometimes, you know, especially... Uh, guys like the style of striking yes. and they just decide to completely neglect the parts of the game. Well, I'll just work on my takedown defense. I'm never going to get no, taken down. Yeah. Like you hear, you actually hear that in they, gyms. Yeah, they do. And it's like, what? So, well, we have heavyweights. Like, what's going on? Ooh, we still don't pick up their shoes and go wrestle. So yeah. We'll see what Hopefully Nagani's wrestling. I've heard he's, I've it's heard funny he's, how you went right to that I heard he has a, I heard he has a grappling coach now. Oh, really? Does yeah. he meet him at the bar every Tuesday? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I'm excited. Watch some French movies Together? I'm excited for that rematch. I think Stipe's going to bring his wrestling shoes. I uh, can't wait. 7,000%. I can't wait to see that whole division now. I can't wait to see Stipe, John, everybody. Because once they buried, once Stipe and Cormier buried the rivalry, it's done. Now, now it's over 2 1. Moving on. So now Stipe actually gets to move back. The only person I was sad for is Gustafson because when he lost, that was pretty much. He, uh, he just lost at heavyweight too. Yeah. I don't even know who it was. Who did he fight? He got stopped. He got stopped. I'm not going to change the screen, but go ahead. Keep talking. But um, 
Yeah, uh, definitely. I I like watching these Dagestani dudes. When you when everyone knows how to bridge toss on your MMA team, you're doing something right. Yeah, especially because uh, they're all doing it. Yeah, and uh, I, I look forward to seeing what uh, Umar can do in the future. Granted, there's a lot of pressure on him. You know, he's Khabib's younger brother. You know, Khabib is obviously one of the biggest fighters in the world, so there has to be there has to be some uh, some pressure there, some exp- uh, some expectations. I've heard that Khabib tries not to put on the expectations. Yeah, but just him standing there. Doesn't I was going to say so just him being in your corner, and being like, "You got this," is like fuck. Like it's a bit rough. So if you go up. Just type on type in record. We're here. Um. Holy guacamole! Yeah, I'm a terrible Googler. You and Mason got the Google Gore for days. Hey, just, I'll, I'll, I'm right I'll there, be, I'll I saw it. it. I just found it. Where? You click on the Wikipedia. There's martial arts record right there. Boom. There we go. Yeah, so he's three losses in a row. Wow. So Alexander Gustin fought John Jones at 205. Anthony Smith. In the rematch, it did not was and not Verdum, close. Verdum, that's right. Anthony Smith got him, and then Verdum. Oh, Verdum came. This That was his fight, first fight back since the steroid scandal. Yeah. So. And he had shoulder surgery, I think, or something, right right before it, right after, right after the Anthony Smith fight, I think it was. Gosh, just crazy. But, so he so. got KO'd, TKO'd, submission, submission. That's rough, man. I like him, too. Yeah. But we'll have to see what happens. going to be interesting to see what happens. But let's get into UFC 257. 257, the card. Let's talk about what's going down. The first fight on the card is Marina Rodriguez versus Amanda Hibas. So Hibas <laughs> actually that. has very a very impressive resume. I think she's 3-0 in the UFC. Um, yeah, I'm almost positive she's 3-0 in the UFC. Let me pull it up. And, uh, you know, Marina Rodriguez, her fight last year uh, was a loss. It was her first loss to Carlos Barza, the former 115 champ. And uh, Amanda Hibas... You know, she's a skilled girl. She's going to go in there, and it feels like, oh, she has wins over Random Marcos and Paige Van Zandt. That's who it was. Oh, Paige I, Van I Zandt going to bare knuckle next. Yeah, yeah so she has uh, she has wins over those two girls, which means that, you know, those girls, they can scrap. You know, I know Paige was more model than fighter toward the end there. Yeah. But, and I know she hates saying that. I'm sorry, Paige. But it's true. I'm just saying, what a C. But, uh, and then she beat Random Marcos. And Random Marcos is a talented girl. Was on the Ultimate Fighter. Kind of beat the odds to make it into the, the top four fighters. Right. Um, but I think, uh, you know, Amanda Hebus is going to get it done against Marina Rodriguez. If you look at, you know, just the... the now, there has been some words back and forth in social media. And really? through the media. Yeah, Marina Rodriguez says that if Amanda Hibas tries to stand with her, tries to go toe-to-toe, then the fans win because <laughs> she's ready to throw down. She's and ready she's, to throw down and Because if you look at the Carla Esparza loss, Carla Esparza wrestled her. Carla Esparza did what she does. She came yes. in a singlet, and she just grappled the whole dang time. But uh, A lot of fighters are going to that in the, in, in the women's division. But the thing though. is, Hibas has uh, better jiu-jitsu than Esparza, but she does not have better wrestling. So the question is, can Hebus get it to the ground? And if she can't get it to the ground, can she stand 15 minutes with Rodriguez and win? That's yeah. going to be the question in this fight. I think Amanda Hebus is going to get it done. I think she's going to get her to the ground at least once, and she's just going to wear on her. You know, that's what I think. And the other thing, too, to remember, there's no reach advantage. I mean, uh, Rodriguez is 12-1 and one, uh, and with a two, 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 I guess, uh, draws, and Amanda is 10-1, and, ten and one, two good... Two good records, 
Wayne at 115. I really don't know too much about either fighter, to be honest with you. Both from Brazil. Um, they both made weight. There's only one fighter, I think, when we were watching Wayne's yesterday that didn't make weight. Oh, I'm going to get to yeah, that. Yeah, you're going to get to that. <laughs> Something <laughs> interesting has transpired. Transpired? Good. Good. So, but you, so you're saying, Amanda, uh, how do you say your name? Amanda Hebus. Hebus is actually, you're picking her it's for that the that Brazilian uh, R. Hitch. I think whoever's got a better ground game is going to win it because that's the way th that everything seems to be going for the most part within the UFC. If you have a better ground game, you're going to do better and you're going to be a better fighter. After that, uh, so uh, so you have Amanda Hebus as well? Yeah, I'll go with that. I'm not going to go via stoppage. I'm thinking of UD for that one. I don't think it's going to be. And then the next fight is actually Andrew Sanchez versus Mahmoud. Muradov. So Mahmoud Muradov, you know, he has one win, uh, two wins, I believe. And both wins are via, uh, you know, one's a decision, one's a stoppage. He, the fun thing about him is that he is represented and managed by uh, Floyd Mayweather. Oh, really? Floyd Mayweather's his manager. Really? So, so he's, he's got a whole bunch of uh, fighters in his, in his house then. Yeah. I didn't know that. So he's actually managing and has a, a career as a manager with a bunch of MMA fighters and rare boxers. Floyd has mastered making money. Let me I'm tell you. you, he is uh, he's a very shrewd businessman. That's amazing. He's found many ways to make cash. And one thing is, when I listen to him talk to fighters, you know, one thing I like about it, I like trainers who and coaches who give you the information overload and they just tell you the truth. Right. A lot of coaches, they try to feed you baloney. Or they try to, you know, just get you to focus on small things. He tells you the whole truth. Okay. And the whole truth is, you know, don't get hit. Focus on your technique. You need to be better. You need to be a bigger no star. Bullshit. You need to be when, more when vocal. You're, you're someone who tells a fighter you need to be better at this and you can't do that. That You're not filling them full of shit. You know what yeah. I mean? You really, really need to be honest with a fighter or they're going to get hurt. I mean, there's yeah. just no way. I, I like I like the coaches who are as honest as possible. Yeah. And are, you know, some fighters need that pump up. I've really never seen the the attractiveness in athletes like that where they need I don't. they need a coach to pump them up to you know it get does it doesn't get you through the championship rounds as they say it really doesn't you, you know what do they say once you get smacked in the nose then all everything goes out the window yeah. and if you don't have the guts to persevere and and find out within yourself by someone giving you a better plan and not just pumping you up and teaching you how to be a better fighter well you at least succeed. have to give gsp credit for that because we were watching Absolutely. the fifth round and you know for a guy who had taken a lot of damage in that wow. fight he has stones dude yeah he does because he came out there and he put it on he hendrix does. in the fifth round and he's got great wrestling skills. He's a that good fighter. That conditioning, yeah, he does. He was actually in better condition than than uh, uh, Johnny. I'm going to say it right. Yeah, right. Johnny. Johnny Hendricks. Yeah. He was actually in better shape. And the heart. You yes. could tell, like when Hendricks got tired. I totally agree with that because you can see toward the end of the fight, there's only one guy. That's what they were both tired. They were both tired, but I think GSP had an edge on him, and that's what actually gave him the the, the win. The win. And if you don't, you got to take the belt. And that's, that's one the, thing I always we say always to talk about that. Carlos Condon won four rounds over Robbie Lawler, but Robbie Lawler almost stopped him in the last round. And that's and you got to beat the champ to be the champ. That's right. And you, you know what? It champ. just wasn't enough. And and he did not beat GSP. He did not. He he, did not. he pointed him out, but you have to beat the champ to be him. You do. You do. And and take now. The that's belt. not always the case. We saw with uh, Max Holloway and Alexander Volkanovsky. Yeah. That was pointing out the champ. We saw Henry Cejudo, Demetrius so Johnson. Demetrius Johnson, Henry Sudo pointed out the champ. Then we also saw uh, uh, TJ Dillashaw, Dominic Cruz, and I love Dominic Cruz. I'm happy he won that fight. That was a razor thin decision. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. On two of those instances, I think the UFC and I don't want to throw smoke at somebody wanted things shook up. 
Think about I it. I think so too. They wanted. I think to, that they were. Or you they, wanted me to say. I think Demetrius they were very Johnson, happy that Dem- Henry Sudo won that fight, and I think they were happy that uh, that TJ Dill, uh, that Dominic Cruz beat TJ Dillashaw. Absolutely, because it's going to add. And I would also say, you know, is oh, Max has hung on to that belt for a very long time, and he's fought a lot of people, and it's good to have some mix up even in that division. All I'm saying is, when you have Big John McCarthy who wrote the damn rules yeah. on judging, and he thinks Max Holloway won the fight. You're going to go with Big I John. I think Max Holloway won the second fight. The second the fight. fight. The first fight, I think Volko pointed him out. Yeah, but again, I think you got to, like we always say, you got to take that belt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without I a love shadow, to see people take it. Without a shadow of a doubt. And th- sometimes uh, I just think DC that took it from Stipe. Yes. And Stipe took it back, took it back twice back. from Cormier. And there was no question about There's that. There's no question. There's no question. Same thing happened with John. Even though yeah. it got called because he was doing drugs, he took his belt back. And and everybody in all the divisions, you know, except for 170, there's it hasn't really been... It's been like a more of a pointing thing, and there and it, it, by pointing people out, there hasn't been I mean, really. Izzy has finished. He finished Whitaker, which I thought was a great way to take the belt. I just think I don't know. I just for a while there because you had the what do they call him uh, uh, Woodley, you know that's uh, that's one seventy. I oh that did I say I, I said one seventy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was but, talking about one eighty five. No, no, no. But I'm just saying at one seventy, I think there's there it. There hasn't been enough action in that weight class for as many killers yeah. that there are. There and should be more killer fights made. Right. I mean, because we saw that with Magni and Kiesaban. Yes. This is this is a dangerous division. It is. Well, that's eight and nine. Like, whew. yeah. But who do you got to go back to? Robbie, Robbie Waller. Those fights at one seventy. I mean, those were wars. Uh, yeah. I mean, people's faces were changed forever. You know, people left the division. They still have a little bit of that. They just have to, you know, make the fights. The thing is that they're yeah. making them as fast as they can. Uh, I think Kamaro has a... Does he have a fight scheduled? I, I think he know. does. Who's I know Colby fight? does. Ooh, because he got called out by Mike. We were just talking about that, right? Yeah, but I think Colby already has a dance partner. I think that that's Who's almost positive. Uh, um, not sure. Cameron's like, ah, you type like a girl. I am not Jamie. I'm not going <laughs> to Holy guacamole. I'm not going to say I'm Jamie. Okay, there we go. Which he, one is he here? Dana White wants uh, Jorge Masvidal versus Colby Covington. Covington. That would be a great fight. Go down. Everybody would love to see that. Yeah. Okay, so he doesn't have an official bout in He doesn't yet. have an official. So it could be possible. It could be. Mike could be in the range there. I mean, but, but to be honest with you, but also, didn't, he got his jaw broke. I mean, you're going to really come so back? So actually, it wasn't a jaw break. So, I mean, what was everybody it was a, saying? It was then? like a hema... Hematoma? Like, I don't know if it was a hematoma. It was like, uh, it wasn't a breaking of the jaw. That oh, was okay. like, a, people thought his jaw was broken. Oh, but they didn't confirm it. Okay. No. Well, that's fine. Either way, he was still hurt bad and he lost the fight. But it, do you really want to come back against Masvidal? I think I'd love to see that. I don't know, man. I'd rather see him fight against... I'd rather see him against Mike and then the winner of that go against Masvidal. If you're Colby there, why would you fight Michael Chiesa? He's got no upside. We sat there saying There's that. I agree no with upside. you. You're not even champion. I get if you're doing the Connor thing, it's like, I'll yeah. fight anybody. I'll fight but anybody. damn, dude, I'm two and he's eight. And There's no upside for him fighting Mike. And Mike, Michael Chiesa Mike's is looking look, good. He looks like so a killer. So it's like, geez, I'd rather fight Jorge Masvidal yeah. for lots of money. Mm, yeah, that's true. But that's true. I will say that uh, to get back on task, we, on have, task. we have Andrew Sanchez versus Mahmoud Muradov. And who are you picking? So Andrew Sanchez was a guy from the Ultimate Fighter 
Uh, he was the season that you wanted. Young Jacek and Claudia Gadelia were the coaches. Uh-huh. And he's 4-3 and three in the UFC. He's had some solid wins, some solid losses. I'd like to see... Um, I'd like to see Andrew Sanchez get the win, but it seems like a lot of guys are very high on Muradov. There's a uh, there's a lot of big people in the industry saying that you know he has a great skill set. So, you know, if I had, if I'm a betting man, I'd probably bet on. Uh, Would you really Muradov getting it done? Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, because I do like him. I'm you know I'm not a uh, I'm not critical of uh, Andrew Sanchez. I just don't think. I don't think the wind's blowing in his direction. You know, he could shock the world and, you know, get this win. And you can see his last record. Uh, he had a win against... So he's 3-1 uh, and one in his last four. Four fights, yeah. Which is pretty darn good. Not but, too bad. Uh, but the losses he has are to bigger names. Like, he lost Anthony Smith. He lost to Marvin Vittori. And those are guys near the top of the division. Yeah. So this is a real test for, it is. for, for Muradov. It's going to be interesting to see if he can get it done. But I think Murdov is going to get it done. I think, think he's so? going to get the win. Yeah. All right. So uh, I really don't know too much about him, but if you think that this he's going to do, Murdov's going to do better, then uh, I would probably say so. I don't yeah. know too much about him. Maybe Floyd will jump into the ring and they'll double drag and Andrew Sanchez into the ground. Oh, my God. They'll just come after him. Next, we have Jessica I versus Joanne Calderwood. She's Scottish. Scottish? Yeah. She's oh, got she the, looks Scottish. She's got the <laughs> softest voice. Does she really? Yeah, she really she does. She makes up for one of those tats, I'll tell you. I was 14 say. and 4 out of the United Kingdom at 125. Both ladies so making weight. So guy has had a rough go of it. 15 of, and 8. She's had a rough go of it as of late. Uh, can we pull up her record? That's what I was just going to do. I was going to say, because guy had that big scandal at last year where she called out Sajara Eubanks for missing weight, and she was like, come on, Sarge, you be professional, make weight, and then she promptly missed weight. That's not good. So, of course, she was viciously memed, and then you also want to pack on to that the Shevchenko knockout. Valentina Shevchenko head-kicked Jessica I into oblivion. Yeah. Uh, her soul has still not yet returned to yeah. the mortal it's coil. Floating, floating uh, in the third realm. Yeah, hopefully the <laughs> Ghostbusters can get their cannons, get her trapped. In the trap. And get her trapped and, and get her put back, back inside. Back inside of her, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so she her last fight was literally a, a decision loss. Oh, that was a brutal fight to watch. I yeah. We saw the uh, the Cynthia Calvillo fight. Calvillo just ground her out. Yeah, that That's was really where it was. So and she's uh, I missed weight in her la- past two bouts. Oh, really? Where's it say that? I missed weight against uh, Vivian Arujo, and she also oh, missed against God. Cynthia Calvillo. So after getting knocked out by Valentina Shevchenko, she has struggled with making weight. Yeah. Which, uh, brutal, brutal stuff. That does not... Edge well, And she's though. talked to a lot about wanting to show people that her skill set and that she is a killer. And I get it. Look, if you get knocked out like how you get knocked out against Shevchenko, and it was brutal. Brutal uh, to watch. Hit her right on the right on the temple of the head. And uh, whereas Joanne Calderwood, I've always really liked her. She was also on the uh, strawweight season of The Ultimate Fighter with Randa Marcos, Carlos Sparza, all those girls. And, uh, you know, she performed really well. I'd be interested in seeing Joanne Calderwood get the win here. I think that she has more exciting matchups left for her in the UFC yeah. than Jessica I. Jessica I, if I don't see, like, a, a, a large improvement, you know, it's it's going to be like, well, you know, this is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately business. It always is that way. And it's what how have you looked lately? 
She's not like she looks about the same as as, uh, as Jessica. I does. Here's the key though. Two, look two at her last. Two. Look at her last two losses. It's against Kaylin Chikagi and Blonde Fighter at the top of the 125 pound division. Okay. Just had a title shot, and then you look at the other fight, and it's Jennifer Maya, Maya who's yeah. a hot new prospect. Yeah, Everyone's pumping Jennifer Maya. Up. Yeah, they are. So That's those true. are two two big names that she lost to. Well, I'll tell you what. In this fight, then somebody is heading up the charts, and somebody's heading down the charts. I agree. That's not good. I think this fight is a huge step back for whoever loses. Yes. It is a uh, it a, could be a, a career start of, It is a start starter. of momentum for somebody. For whoever wins. Yeah, it's but the other one could be run. end of a contract for somebody. I don't think so. Just because they... So. Here's why. Oh, the women's you know divisions are so thin. That's true. That, yeah. you know, she's... Just guy's sixth. Yeah. Even after the losses and missing weight. So I think that, you know, she'll bounce to like 10 if she loses this. Yeah. Joanne Calderwood is seven. I also think she would bounce to like 10 if she loses this. I think that it's this not is good. not... Whoever this loses this fight is not good for their career. It's not good. But, you know, this is more like a... But the saving grace is, is, is this a thin division. It's not about more... This fight isn't about rankings as much as it is about looking... We're going to see the girls and how they develop their skill set. Let's see if this guy really has been developing her skills, you know? Because when I see a fighter who misses weight twice... Something's going on. Questions arise. Yeah. Like, what is up? She made weight this time, but it's like, what is going on? Yeah, but that, that signals to me that there's something going on besides fighting. Yeah. If I had a... Like, is there Fighters personal issues? Because yes. if I have a fighter... It's not professional. If I'm a coach and I have a fighter... And he misses weight twice, and he's a professional. Like There's he's in the problem. UFC. I'd, I, if, as a coach, I'd be like, "What are what's going what's on? Go, is it something I'm doing? Is yeah. it something like what's what's, what's happening? happening? And, this and, is a massive miscommunication. Yeah. Something's up. It's yeah. It is a flag. It is a huge flag when fighters do not make weight, especially if it's more than once. Yeah, and and that's the problem. Yeah, I get it. You know, if you're fighting at local shows and you know two weeks before your fight. That's different. Um, and you have to like cut like 20 pounds. Like I get that. Yeah. You know, and that you're a young dude. You're obviously not the most but disciplined. I think they're making but enough. when you're a pro, yeah. you're on the big stage. And you're making enough. I just don't have the tolerance. This is what you're doing for a living. I don't have the tolerance for it. No. And Israel Adesanya was kind of awesome about this. You know, in one of the post fights, he was with Dana in the cage and he was yelling at him because he was like, look, Dana. You're like you need to find the more for this shit. You yeah. need to find no, the more. No, I would agree with that. He's like you said that yesterday. It's only twenty percent that fighter. Yeah, yeah, the fighter on this card. Yeah, we'll talk about which when we'll get up. to. Yeah, he's only <laughs> giving up twenty percent. But twenty percent is not enough. Explained even the forty tr- traditional forty percent fighters will take that cut to get a big win. Sure, and propel them to increase their earning potential. Absolutely, you need to make it like eighty. Yeah, Israel was like, you need to make it like eighty so that they will not do it. Yeah. A guy won't risk. 80% of his paycheck. Nope. They'll make weight. Yeah. And they then will. guess what? Once you saw that the UFC was cutting a lot of people, yeah. guess what happened? In two cards in a row, everyone, everyone made, made weight. weight. But now here we are back. New year. And it's already starting again. That's it's true. It's insane. It's true because they trimmed for they had six hundred fighters under contract. And then everyone started getting cut, and then it just uh, just weirdly, weirdly out of no, nowhere, that's true. everyone started making weight. It was yeah. like they found they found the sauna, the inner strength. I was gonna say they it's found the, the inner will strength to push through, and and it's just brutal. It it's is brutal no, to, for I a guy to take that. a forty percent pay cut but beat you, and now he's getting the big shots. 
Well, here's the thing. Imagine, because uh, usually what happens is we pay attention. It's usually it's the guy who misses weight wins. Yeah. And that's what's Most upsetting. Most of the time. Most of the it's time. It's very rare. That very rare. Makes so my thing wins. is, I'd rather have them lose 80% of their purse. I, I've always said, I always, I always said it's up to the other guy to take the fight. But if he takes the fight, he gets your purse. Win or lose. Because you know what? He doesn't have to Not take the, the whole fight. purse. I, you know what? You cover- There's no way that would make sense. Okay, then, he, then whatever it costs for expenses for your people to get paid, everything else should go to the other I fighter. I think 80 is plenty. Fine. Then eight, it, because 20% then is going to be enough to pay for your camp. It's going to be enough to pay for your corner. There you go. Then I They'll think break even. They should be... Exactly. And you know what? Then you should have made weight. And I don't think the, the money should just... He should forfeit. And when they say forfeit, does it go to the other fighter? Yeah. You Good. forfeit the purse to the other guy. Good. I think you should have to give 80%. I think you should Because then too. it's actually worth it. And then that it probably balances out the damages. Yeah. Because you think about suck. career damages. Because if you beat me when you missed weight, my career is set back. I'm square one. Exactly. A loss in the UFC is square one. Two losses in the UFC, you're close to getting cut. Yes, you are. Three. At any time. Three, you're on. Dana's calling you to the performance center yeah. in, in Vegas and you're shitting a brick. Yeah. yeah and it's a fact. It's not cool. It's not good. It's it's not good stuff. So I don't like seeing that. I think jo- Joanne Calderwood's gonna get a decision win. Get a decision win. I think she's gonna get a decision win. I know I'm. I picked a decision for both the female fights tonight, but you know I don't know what's gonna happen in the Sanchez Muradov fight. I'm not gonna yeah. give a chosen. We'll have to on see this. because there's I think gotta this be, is gonna be a decision. Uh, it, I think Jessica is tough enough to stay too. in there. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Who's next? Dan Hooker versus Dan Hooker. Michael Chandler. So you have Iron. Mike Chandler, Iron Mike versus Dan the Hangman Hooker. Now Dan Hooker has talked about this. Everyone ahead of him in the rankings wouldn't take the fight. They were all offered Michael Chandler. Everyone ahead of him in the lightweight rankings was offered Michael Chandler on this fight card and turned it down. That's how it came to Dan Hooker. Right now, the reason why I think that is the case and why I think Dan Hooker is the perfect person to take this fight, it's that. Look, like Mike Chandler is a very talented guy who comes from another organization and is not ranked, right? So you take other guys who are ranked, like two, three, four, five. Yeah. Or what uh, are they ranked? Or uh, Dan is fourth. Four. Or I'm, sixth. Sixth. Oh, it is six. Yeah. yeah. It is six. So and you, Michael Chandler's not ranked. You look at the guys who are ranked higher than him, and it's like, dang, man. I think that this is perfectly positioned because those guys are coming off of wins, right? All the guys in the top five are coming off of wins. Yeah. They're pushing for a title shot. Yeah. Whereas Dan Hooker is coming off a loss. Actually, he says he's coming off. Oh, no, this Chandler. is Chandler. Oh, I went to the wrong so, guy first. So Hooker's last fight was a loss to Poirier. So what better way to prove that you're still at the top coming off a loss than to fight the guy that no one wants to fight. I feel like it's the perfect fight for both guys. Yeah. And also for Michael Chandler, you get to fight, fight a guy in Dan Hooker where he's fully game, he's super skilled, he has the talent of a top five, he just doesn't have the, the winning streak to be in the top five right now. Right. He fought the guy who's fought a, fighting Conor McGregor for the number one contender Yeah, he did spot. lose. He lost to Dustin. You're right. That was a great fight, too. That's my thing. And, uh, you know... I remember that fight it's now. It's going to be... It's going to be really... So he beat uh, uh, Alakinta? Alakinta. And, and then he... Wedged Paul Felder barely in a split decision. Yeah, there was, some that was such a close yeah. fight, man, and so that heartbreaking was really for Paul. Close, yeah, so heartbreaking. And then Dustin, he came back from uh, that was his fight after his surgery, 
from when he wasn't, I think so, just after he lost to Khabib and then he was out with surgery. And then that's his so fight. This was back. Poirier's, uh, Poirier's last fight was to Hooker. Yeah. And now he's fighting Connor. Exactly. But I think it's the perfect fight for Hooker. Hooker's going to get the chance to show, uh, show that he's still the man and show that, you know, he can be Chandler. Now, here's the thing. There, I think Chandler has to mix in, you know, the wrestling. I know it's obvious. Has to. I know it's obvious. But if he stands with Dan Hooker, it's going to get dicey. Yeah, because he's got a chin. We saw with the knees and the yeah. elbows. He's nasty. He is. And we saw that in the Paul Felder fight. He's And he's so game to just get he hit. Is. And, and hit he's, he loves to stand there and throw. And you do not want to stand there and throw. Yeah. I wouldn't. But, uh, you know, I'd like to see my heart, says Michael Chandler. I'd love to see Michael, Michael Chandler show up and show that, you know, other promotions have top-tier talent, too. Yeah. Even Where's he coming from? Bellator. Oh, I didn't He's know He's a that. champ of Bellator. That's right. I remember yeah. I'm talking about that. He was a, a great acquisition. I don't think he was the champ when he left, though, because I think uh, the, the one of the, like, the Pitbull brothers beat him. Right. But, yeah, yeah, I think that's when he lost the belt to Patricio Ferreira. You see the at the top. Oh, right here. Yeah, right there. That's uh, Patricky or Patricio. Yeah, so he had beat his brother Patricky. Patricio beat him though. Okay. He's the younger brother of Patricky. Right. So Chandler had beat Patricky. They had like a trilogy, I think, and then Patricio knocked him out. So he's got a pretty extensive career too. I was gonna say his his losses. So just looking at Michael Chandler's losses, they are to Eddie Alvarez. Right. All right. Then we have two to freaking Brooks. two to Will Brooks, who's a top-level tier talent. If you look also earlier in his record, he also beat Eddie Alvarez, um, just just so you know. But um, he, yeah, so his losses are to Eddie Alvarez, Will Brooks, and then he has the Brent Primus loss, which right. is really weird where Brent Primus leg-kicked him and his ankle went soft. Oh, that's the one everybody always talks about. He and couldn't he stand. fell over. He couldn't stand yeah, up. Yeah, and he had to tap out because of that. That's the one everyone talks well, about. Well, he got that. hit and the rest stopped it. Well, the leg kicks, and that's, what it, that's the fight that everybody started Oh, yeah, going. did it get stopped in between rounds? I think it might have, Because yeah. he couldn't stand. That's so goofy. He couldn't stand. That's what I believe happened. But then uh, his only other loss, like real loss, was to Patricio. Right. But man, oh, man. I mean, that's a hell of a fucking career. It's a hell of a record. It is. So I'm saying if I, I would love to see him show Salty. up. Plus, I want to see an evening. I want to see an evening of the companies. I don't want to see the UFC at the top forever. It'd be, it's really interesting how someone ranked that high at Bellator is going to come over to fight a number six fighter here at the UFC. It's, it's real interesting to see how it shakes out. Just yeah. to see that comparison. You know well, I mean? we saw that with Ben Askren in the UFC. Like, but we got him at the tail end of his career. It's not fair. And also, what a bad hip. Yeah, I was going to say. I would have liked to I mean, see him younger. I mean, he is the strongest pear-shaped man in America. Yeah, he is. Wow. But. And then he was like, man, I don't do any, like, traditional strength conditioning. I'm like, you should. Yeah, I do not. You should. Watch me squeeze this watermelon. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Cringe. Well, Michael Chandler does do a lot of traditional strength conditioning oh work. If you see his Instagram, he's always posting inspirational videos. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, my brain says Hooker. My heart says uh, I. I don't know, Michael man. Chandler. But he he looks like a, a beast. I don't know. How, what's their ages? That's the only thing I don't know. How old are they? Go up. We'll see it right there. Up, up, up. Michael Chandler's thirty-four. Thirty-four, and Dan, Dan Hooker, Hooker is up. Thirty. Thirty. So pretty close. That's pretty close. Pretty close. You know, you're not like really out of your no. prime until like 35, 36. Yep. 
So, so I would say, I would say, you know what? This is going to be a great fight. I got a feeling yeah, it's going to be a great fight. That's going to be a banger. And then, so, but that's my pick. My brain says Hooker. If you're betting money, Hooker. If you if you're like me and you're biased, Chandler. But uh, then we have the. What about you? I'd like to pull for the UFC. So I I'd love to see him stomp Chandler into the ground, just because I think it's a better product. Holy guacamole! <laughs> With Com- that, com- comment below. With that, <laughs> let's get into the main event: Dustin Poirier oh, versus Conor McGregor. Dun, dun, dun. All right, we have crazy the notorious versus Dustin Diamond Poirier. Twenty-two and four against twenty-six and oh. Now Dustin, uh, twenty-six six. These guys them, have a very movie-like path intersection you know they come just as connor poirier connor won was the fight that showed that connor at 145 he could play with the big boys it showed that he could beat a guy who had top level talent right dustin was that guy i think he was top 10 in the featherweight division when they fought so that was them yes that was them showing he was he He was was so young he had the skills that's so small. well connor was so young too if you watch the interviews you're like you can hear the youth in both their voices Whereas now you kind of see this progression, and Connor went on to do all the crazy shit, yep. smashing of phones, punching of old men, uh, yeah, smashing of phone, uh, slapping old boxing men. matches, yeah. losing to Khabib, on stage for an knocking out Aldo, <laughs> all that shit, all that That's shit has so gone on since the first fight. Whereas yeah. Poirier had a much grittier path to where he is now, and a much cooler path in my mind. You know, Connor had that bottled magic for a while. And then he had the, some of the best fights. But if you look at Poirier, Poirier's very much like the hero story. Yeah. You fight the big guy first time and you lose. And then that instead of letting that define you, you let it be a turning point in your life. It did. And you literally level up your game. He did. That's and his last fight himself. at 45. He, he goes right up to lightweight. Yep. And he becomes one of the best fighters in the lightweight division, uh, barring Khabib Nurmagomedov. Right. But he goes and he slaps up the best guys in the division. Yes. I mean, he has a win over Justin Gaethje. I know. He's a win over Eddie Al- Two wins over Eddie Alvarez. Oh, no, 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 sorry. One. I think Eddie won the first on, like, a technical, like, a knee or something. Like, an illegal knee. There was some squirreliness with the first one. Regardless, he has a win Eddie over Eddie Alvarez. Alvarez. Right here, knee. Yeah, Illegal okay. knee. So it's a no, con- no contest. Rule to no contest. Rule to no contest. So, yeah, that's the one, that's the one no contest with an illegal knee. Oh, that's why Eddie got the finish with illegal knees. Yes. Okay, but when they fought for real, guess what happened? Poirier shellacked him. Took him. Took in him. the in the rematch. I mean, that's a hell of a record. I was gonna say, look at look at his last couple of wins. Okay, look at look at this. Mar- okay, Max Holloway. Jim Miller. Yeah. Anthony Pettis. Justin Gaethje. Wow. Eddie Alvarez. Max Holloway loses to Khabib. Surgery. Beats Dan Hooker. And it comes back to Dan Hooker. I mean. You cannot. That's a killer. And then also look at the fights. All right, let's read off the notes from the last of his fights. All right, fight of the night. He uh, no contest due to illegal knees. Fight of the night. Fight of the night. Performance of the night. Yeah. Wins the interim championship lightweight yes. belt. Fight of the night. Also. Uh, oh, over here, yeah. Yeah, and then he lost to Khabib. That obviously got Khabib a performance bonus. Yeah. But Poirier <laughs> did not get one for that fight. Sad. Hey, but everybody loses. Hooker them. fight of the night, possibly fight of the year. year. Yeah, that was a slobber knock. That was. That was. 
This dude, he comes to fight, man. He, he comes every to single fight. time. And he even said after this last fight, it was a test back because he was. He said he had his nerves up, and it was a great fight for him to go ahead and, and take on Hooker in that. And fight. he's only lost to veterans and greats: Danny Castillo, Chang Sang Chung, yeah, the Korean, uh, the Korean zombie, yeah, right? Cub Swanson, Cub Swanson, Cub Swanson. Anybody could lose to Cub especially Swanson at forty-five at when he's time. smaller. Yeah. But then you have Conor McGregor, Michael Johnson, Khabib. Wow. I mean, come on. There's nothing to be ashamed of in that record right there. I was going to say, this is as solid as the record gets. Yeah. And I think that we're going to see a very interesting fight, right? So Conor's coming off the win over Cowboy, but that was a year ago. (sighs) He hasn't been in the the octagon for a year. We had that weird, we're happy retirement daddy post in the middle of last year. I still think that Cowboy had taken too many fights in a row. He didn't fight Cowboy. Do you really think he fought Cowboy? Well, you're as cruel as Mason. You're going to call him really the ghost of Cowboy? He is the ghost. That's is so... that what Mason called him? Yeah, he did. Yeah, it is. It's not Cowboy. Uh, Do you think that's the same Cowboy we've seen kick uh, people into submission there on the ground? I don't know. He seems oh, to have lost a step. On. A step? More than a step. And I am one of his biggest fans of all time. You know that. Yeah, it breaks my I'm a huge breaks Cowboy my heart. fan. Breaks so my watching heart. him get put away like that was rough, but I'm also a Connor fan, so... You're a huge Conor fan. Yeah. Huge. Well, it's been tamped down by the coke and the assaulting people. Assaulting people and sexual assaults. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Thank you for Motherfuck. saving me. We have, we have the assault of the old man at the bar on camera. On camera. We can say that. And he smacks the phone out of the other guy's we, we have a phone. You gotta we have, do that. We have, we have images of that, but too. But these sexual assaults are... Allegedly. It's allegations. allegations. And also, it's important to note that uh, there was a criminal investigation into that. He's been cleared of everything And so he far. was cleared criminally of the Criminally, yes. yes. That does not mean he's cleared Nothing. civilly. Yeah. But and it's so funny. And nobody takes a better mugshot and cuffs than him. I yeah. got I I to give you a guy that. He August does the pose. He does August the pose. Oh, it's just great. He has his fashion line. It does. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but how do you think this fight is going to shake out? How I do think, I think it's going to shake out? The problem I have with this, and I said it to you, is... It's it, it, Conor McGregor has this thing, and uh, that's the problem. You think he's you th- every time you think he's out, he can hurt anyone. He can hurt anybody and drop him anybody and at any time. It's more than a puncher's chance. It is. It's way more than that because it's it's the way he hurts you. It's not like Jeremy Stevens where he has ungodly power. No, it's the timing and the precision. But it's all three. It's timing, speed, and precision. He I hits really you believe it. right. Timing, speed, and precision, and strength. I mean, he just, he does that. Nobody does that better where he does this drop. He throws from the, like, foot and hip. Uh, Yeah. All his punches come from his whole body. But it's not, like, horrifically telegraphed. It's not like he's throwing from his hip like Cody Garbrandt. He's throwing with all the momentum of his body, but in, like, just the guy moving forward. And the crazy part is, every time you, you think it's luck, it's not. He does it again. And yeah. then you say, you know what? There's no way on earth he could do it again. Well, people thought he Does was he washed after the Nate Diaz loss. And then he comes back and drops Nate Diaz three times and yeah. has a fight of the night, wins the decision. Then, you know. Yeah, but he's done that over and over again. I was going to say. Look at, look at how many people he just laid out. And his two, could be, I mean, his two MMA break. losses Max are to Hall. Nate Diaz on yeah. short notice. It's to Nate Diaz on short notice and then to Khabib. So people like to act as if they really try to diminish his skill set when I'm like, yeah, short notice he, Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz is no slouch. Okay? Yeah, and That's, short notice. And short notice. A guy from the streets who is <coughs> a black belt Completely in jiu-jitsu. And, and you know what? 
he can he can take shots for days. And his cardio, evidently, he runs marathons as a hobby. He was training for a triathlon before that fight. So give me, a, a, give me you know who we're talking about here? It's it's Nate fucking Diaz. All right, so a guy kind of made to be Conor McGregor. Yeah, when you is. think he is a rock? He can take chin, all rock chin. Take all the punishment in the world. Can dish out punishment and doesn't get tired. And he, gets, and he is solid. And guess what? Too. He gets cut walking to the car and he's okay with it. You know what I mean? So yeah, for him to get say. bloodied up, they have is so much nothing. scar tissue in their face. He gets so bloodied up uh, on his daily life; it don't matter to him. So yeah. it, he is kind of he is kind of made for Conor McGregor. But uh, I totally agree with you. I mean, if you go down the list, Max Holloway. I mean, look at look at look at him. he just knocks everybody out, Dustin and. I mean, it's just crazy to me. All of the different fighters. Chad Mendes is the only guy to this day. We were sitting on the couch. He should have beat Conor McGregor. Should have beat Conor McGregor. But what did he do? He he, he went for the guillotine, let Conor up in the second round, and Conor or second or third. He turned to the head instead of the body and let him up. I don't understand that. I don't understand it to this day. Every wrestler hips up and he holds him down and he wins that fight. He lets him up and gets knocked out. He's trying to win it right there, and Connor gets up and knocks him knocks out. Knocks him out. All gets, credit to him. Literally gets up. Well, it's and because knocks Chad was also Chad was that. short notice, and we know Chad likes yes. to get fluffy and relaxed in the. Out, oh, yeah, out of camp. Yeah. He's one of those guys that who reason, says that's kind of he hates. He hates the prep for fights. That's why he stopped fighting. Yeah, that's why he retired. He retired. He doesn't like the prep. He he. What's he doing now? He does. He, he does. A, uh, he's a hunting, hunting guide. Hunting guide. Which yeah, you know he say. actually loves. It's so his passion. It, it looks like he Good actually found what he loves. Found what he loves. He does and like you know, hunting and fishing guides. And he's he's probably coaching at a gym someplace on top. And of honestly, that. with yokels with yokels who want to try hunting, it's perfect. It is perfect. Perfect. You get an ex. UFC fighter showing you around, yeah. someone who knows about hunting. And then you know some fucking guys can be like, what was it like fighting Connor? Yeah. They're going to say you some shit stories. to him. You know they say you shit You stories him. around the campfire with he him. Probably, so. He probably gets so old. Oh, He's probably so sick of it. You think so? Yeah, I think he's I don't like, think so. Because you know what? Check cleared. I was going to say. Check cleared. You, oh, you, are getting you know what? It was a massive punch. I assume a hunting guide is expensive. And, and he did it to everybody. He did it to Jose. He did it to everybody. And that Jose knockout is in every clip. On everything, it was it was the it was one of the me. times that I lost my voice uh, watching him. I know, I just couldn't it was before that. we did the submissions and uh, we were we had it on the pay per view on the big TV, and as soon as it happened, I just and screamed, lost my voice immediately. Seconds into just because you would be like after all the build up, you did not expect it to be over like that. that. And, it, and it's like the dude got shot from the grassy knoll. Just, well, and he just dropped over it, back into the left. Combat's brutal. Back into the left. Back and he's just crazy to but me. But now anyway. we have men, two men with these resumes. It's gonna be a great fight. Makes for a great fight, but I'm sorry. I think Connor wins. I, I think, think Connor, Connor has the power, and I hate to say that, but I think, I think it's just. And, and you know for a fact, everybody loves Dustin, but the world, the world wants Connor to win at 155 tomorrow. You yeah. know, he, or because today. you know what we want. You know what we really want. What? Khabib three? Or Khabib, Khabib two? two. <sighs> Why? The world wants Khabib two. Why? We two. know how that went. Are you going to pretend that the world doesn't we, want Khabib two? No. No. Because you know what? If I was okay. Khabib. You are. You are possibly Why? the Why? one person who doesn't Why? want Khabib two. Well, you know what? I got 10 minutes to waste. I mean, I Connor made. I could watch 10 minutes of him Connor getting ground out. I think Connor made it 18 minutes last time. 
Yeah, he, you're right. First two, faster no, than a lo- uh, he, lasted longer than a lot of people. He lasted longer the than person, anybody else. Well, oh, no, the only person Ali can to, but that was short notice, like a week. He wasn't prepared. He didn't know what he was. He didn't and know who he was Al fighting. Came out there in a wrestling stance and committed himself to losing the fight. And said to himself, "You know what? I'm going to get hit in the face, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. But you're not going to take me I'm down. I'm fine with getting jabbed. I'm just going to come out in a wrestling stance. And you're not going to take me down. And you know what happened? He didn't take him down. Later." Well, well, the first couple of rounds he took him down. Yeah, but guess what? He got right back up. Yeah, didn't get submitted. True. That is true. But uh, yeah, I just think Connor is uh, going to show that he he has that skill level still. And, he, and again, here's a, here's a crossroads. Connor loses. I don't think we're going to be hearing too much from him anymore. Crossroads. Dustin, he wins. This is the biggest night of his life. This is massive. For Huge Dustin. for him. It's huge for either guy to be honest. Yeah, Think I was about that. say because if Connor wins, it a lot starts... of hardcores have been turning on Connor. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Pretty, but if pretty he brutally. wins tonight, if he wins tonight, the UFC's lit on fire. Okay. Oh, people are so excited! So excited! So many fights. Uh, Connor Gaethje. Wow, yeah. Connor Gaethje. I'd 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 love to see that. I'd love to see that. Gaethje's a nasty. Fuck. Yeah, that's that's. If a good you fight. can't take Gaethje down and finish him like Khabib did. It's a dangerous fight. It's a dangerous. You have fight. to be like you have to be like Poirier and just engage in the firefight and put him away. I don't know, man. There's so many fights out there for him if he wins. Same thing with Dustin. So this, yeah, I was going to say so many fights for both these guys, especially since Khabib stepped away. He stepped away, which left the whole division open, seals his goat, and allows everybody to fight, and it just opens it wide up. It really, really does. It really, and you know what. He, you know, he's still practicing, keeping his hand in it over there. So if he ever decides he wants to take another match at 155, he can. Yeah, he said. He said openly the big press conference move with Dana was he wants to see something spectacular. Yeah, tonight. And if he sees something spectacular, it might coax him to come back. Because honestly, dude, money doesn't matter that much to him. And he's made the he money. was in interviews, and they were like, "How much money would you need to be?" Rich forever. He, is comfortable. he said which rich forever in Dagestan. And they said he said five million dollars would be enough money for my great 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 grandkids. And he has way more than five million. Yeah. I mean the last fight he say the rumor was he took twelve million home. Yeah. At the last and he fight. rolls goddamn deep. Have you seen how many guys they travel what were they, with? What were they saying? What was it, 26 guys? It's something. That was the Kazakhstani guy. Oh, that but, was his brother. He had 26 guys with no, him. No, that was the Kazakhstani guy. Oh, yeah, when they were doing wins. He That's brought right. 16 dudes 16 with him. 16 guys? The Kazakhstani guy that Khabib's brother fought it brought 16 <laughs> guys. 16 <laughs> Kazakhstani guys just come out of a van. They're all wearing, like, oh, diesel jeans. So fun. Yes. And Ed Hardy shirts. Affliction shirts. Yeah. Affliction shirts. They have, like, metal studded oh, bracelets. Oh, God, that's so fun. That's What's so up, bro? Funny. We're going to go to the yeah, fights. Yeah, they all have track suits on. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny to me. 16 deep. Hey, Eastern Bloc dudes roll deep. Yeah, but you know what? They all sleep in one room, probably. Don't cost <laughs> Jesus. It's true. Uh, They're Jesus. just happy to come here and see the fight and be part of it, man. Uh, they're hardcore dudes. Hardcore. And they can fight their asses off. We saw that. But Khabib rolls with, like, he brings, like, the whole Eagles MMA team. Why not? There's, like, 25 dudes in there. Why Why wouldn't you? It's, he brings his whole gym, rolls in with him. I mean, and Guys get looks. You know what? power in numbers. Absolutely. Especially after the last time he showed up. I was going to say. That'll never happen again. Oh, God. That'll There's, never happen if again. If they ever fight again, if Khabib and Conor fight, which is... Probably not going to happen, but if it does, if it does, it there is going to be so many officers. The security will be through the roof. Security is going to be so and, insane. And here's the thing, okay? It won't happen in our world today simply because of the way the pandemic is, because they're going to want that at Dallas Stadium. 
Okay. Or it seats 106,000 uh, people. In, what if Khabib's condition is they take him to Russia? What if oh. Connor? What if the only way Connor gets to fight? Yeah, but he's going to make so much money if is, he does it here in Dallas, dude. If he does it in a football stadium in Russia, you don't think that's going to sell out? No, won't be the same. It'll won't sell be the out. same. It'll Could sell out. I'm telling you right now, it'll sell out so oh, fast. God, it'll sell out. It'll sell out faster than in sync in '99, dude. I don't know. Or '90, '92. Whatever in sync was popping. All right, they will sell out so quick. Connor has said know. he wants to fight in Dallas Stadium. Yeah, I know. And Jerry he, he Jones, had him, he, he Jerry Jones said he would. Uh, Jerry Jones said he would let him use it. Oh wow, that is a big ass stadium. I mean, look at that. I wouldn't want to go see it in the big ass stadium, but no. I'd love to watch I mean, the spectacle of other people watch. That. I like just watching. Look at that. That's how cool the Cowboy Stadium is. I like watching people right, I'm, watch. I'm stuff. gonna pop it up. Okay. I hit the wrong button, of course, because I suck. No, you don't suck. How do you put this down here? You would do the... <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> I think you would hit uh, uh, the... I don't know. One. I actually there. don't know. Nope, not nope I actually don't know. So let's anyway, not, so let's yeah, not do it. Anyway, <laughs> you guys have to Google Dallas Cowboy Stadium sold out, and they have the huge screen there. It's just unfreaking believable And you imagine 106,000 people sitting around watching Connor Khabib 2... I mean, it would just be insane. I mean, that's the part I and but I, the reason I'm saying not in this day and age. Imagine if it's 2022. Damn, that'd be crazy. Look at that, 2022. <sighs> Look at that. There's a great shot looking right down the stadium. I'm stadium telling you, inside. it'll be interesting to see what plays out. Uh, but the thing is, uh, who has the like? And Javier Javier Mendez said it best. The only person who has a real chance at beating Khabib is Connor. Connor was his hard, toughest opponent. Hundred percent. If you look, and the thing is, the, the chance is that big. Him is, is John Jones. Same way. The only guy say, responsible for beating John Jones in any of his fights is John Jones. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would say that. Same guy. Look, he's so lethal. When he's on, he's he's unstoppable. He's on. We've seen that. He doesn't train. He did coke, and he still beat DC. Dude, that's crazy. A coke and hookers. That's so insane. <laughs> and he That's, told him right that right to me. He, yeah, right he on said, TV. He said, I, I didn't train. Two great weekends. Coke one weekend, your ass the next. <laughs> he said, it was a month for the... the yeah, I want a t-shirt of that. He said it was a Coke month. Coke one weekend, your ass the next. Yeah, That's he great. said it was a month for the ages. Oh, my God. That Which you so gotta you gotta respect you for that. Yeah, I mean you, you can't steroids and hitting pregnant women with your car aside. Yeah, I'm running off. Yeah, it's again it's the only people Dick that can pills beat and The only aside. people that can beat Connor and also John Jones are themselves. And could be and could be my uh, I mean, as far as their career yeah. spreading yeah. wide, but yeah. The thing is, uh, you know, if you look at the fight. Connor was the only one who was able to clip Khabib. Other than Michael Johnson, but yes. Michael Johnson, Michael Johnson, that fight wasn't nearly as close. No. Connor, Connor was able to neutralize the ground and pound for the first round. Yes. Second round, he got opened up. Third round, he was able to clip Khabib. But after that, it was Khabib. Yeah. All Khabib. But how dominant is that? The like, we take two moments. We take the stopping of the ground and pound in the first round, and we take the hit in the third round and be like, that is the best someone has fair. Ever done. Ever done. And then Two Javier Mendez, his coach, goes, yeah, that was the hardest fight. <laughs> that was the hardest one, and we're happy to get the win there. Yeah. Because that's a tough opponent. That just speaks to... Everything. 
Everything. If, if you were Khabib's brother, wouldn't you try to learn that style? Umar! Yeah. I love the question mark kicks. Maybe ask him. Ask him. Well, it, it was working in his fight. So you know what he say, did? What? Yeah. He took him down? It's weird. He took him down. Took his back? And choked him out. Choked him out. Guy literally went unconscious and twitched. I love it those was hysterical. Dudes. He was Dude. so tough, he would not tap. You saw he was fighting for the hand all the way until the end. And I'm like, that... He didn't. He didn't just go out like this or go out like pulling no. at the hand. He was, he was actively trying to trying get out of the move, like this, doing the right thing. And then eyes go dark. And I and then he does the twist. I respect it that. A, I agree with Michael. He was Bisping. not tapping. I agree with Michael. Bisping. Not tapping. You're there once in your lifetime in the UFC. Sure, don't tap. You really. You got somebody there. It's gonna make sure you're you really okay. Really should not tap. And also, the UFC is gonna pay if, if you, in your fight. No, you're if right. Your elbow no. gets torqued and and messed up. They'll pay for that because it happened in the fight. That's so true. That's one of the rare promotions where they'll let you do that. Yeah, in the regional circuit, if you're getting your elbow twisted out of its socket, tap! Because you're yeah. on the hook for that. Yeah, yeah. But You're paying a deductible. I think, I think. You're paying a deductible. I don't know a lot about the re the regional circuit. You're, but but you're saying, paying the deductible. Uncle Dana will take care of you. Pull out Tony Ferguson. Yeah, but how many times have guys... I mean, have they have they worked their elbow? What was the one fighter? John Jones, Tony Jones. Ferguson wouldn't tap. Um, there have been a lot of guys who have like gotten out of precarious. They've like hitchhiked their way out of arm bars. Where you're like, how? How did he get out? He just wasn't going to tap. He just wasn't going to yeah, do but it. I remember that John Jones. Yeah, there John Jones Vitor Belfort. I was like, oh my, my god, god. it'll never be the same. Never be the same. But yeah, but man, oh man, I don't even think. Uh, yeah, we both think Connor, but I think it's going to be a great fight. Crossroads for both fighters. I think Poirier is going to show you that he's much improved, but it'll still be the same. It won't be like a first round the crazy only stop thing, stoppage. The only it'll thing, be a war, I think. The only thing that I think is going to make the difference is conditioning. I will say that. What do you mean? If Connor Poirier, hasn't been fighting. Poirier but, has, been, has been, and he's been ah, lacing him up and taking hits and ready to Connor, go. Connor has an answer for that. What was his answer? So you would say, and Poirier's coaches have been raising the cardio concerns too. Yeah. McGregor hired a nutritionist <laughs> and um, worked his weight all the way down. That's true. He did not look like a ghost when he, he weighed. He did in. not have to cut super hard to make the weight no, because he had naturally brought his frame down. That's true. You know, I will lost, agree with lost that. some muscle, but lost some fat. He looked good. I was gonna say he looked good. He got into damn good shape and didn't have to cut a lot. So hopefully that uh, he was one seventy five, one seventy nine. I think it was three or four months ago because yeah. there were pictures. Remember the pictures yeah. we were seeing? He looked fantastic. I mean, he looked huge. And then he didn't. Does not look bad. But I just remembered. Let me tell you about what happened. What? So there was a fighter on this card called Oh Ottoman Av who, who, who Azatar. Got, who got scratched? I'm telling no, you. Wait. Okay. There's a fighter named Ottoman Azatar. Azatar. He's not even here anymore. Yeah, he's not on there. You won't find him. He's been released from the OC. Okay. So he knows Khabib. That's all I know. He's not like connected with Khabib though. And um, you know, he's like, oh, he like took a video with him. Everything was nice. He was going through signing posters like every fighter at the UFC does. And apparently he was trying to sneak people into the bubble. So he had a couple of guys that he tried to sneak into the the safety bubble. So guess what? This guy comes in Mission Impossible style. He has a duffel bag, and they somehow they cut off their bracelets and they get their taped bracelets to this guy. This gives this random dude. This random dude makes it into the bubble with a duffel bag. 
We don't know what's in the duffel bag. That's so security issues, yeah. man. We don't know what's in the duffel bag. We still don't know what's in the duffel bag. The OC hasn't released info on that. Yeah, that's why so he's gone. The guy comes into the hotel. He goes into a room. He goes across four balconies, gets to Ottoman's room, gives him the duffel bag, changes clothes, and then leaves. Walks out. And the security tries to stop the guy, and the guy takes off. And then immediately they saw every all of this on camera. camera. So obviously they're like, you're gone. You're gone, yeah. So they removed him from the UFC. He's not fighting on the card. He'll never fight there again. Yeah, you can't do on that. On the UFC. That's such a huge He's release. And we have no idea why. We don't know what's in the That's duffel so bag. Sketchy, why man. did he want what was in the duffel bag so badly to cut off his bracelet and give it to this guy to get into the bubble? It's all it's very mission impossible, very Italian job esque. Dude, that's dangerous. There yeah. could be some real stuff going on. This could have been like an incident. I was going to say, what's up with that? Why but are you trying to ruin one of the greatest sporting plus events? Why waste an opportunity like that? You're on a Connor card. Uh, you. This is such a big opportunity. So many for eyes you. would have been on you. This is a chance for you to do now something. Now you're out of the UFC. You're not coming back. Dana's no. a big stickler for if he doesn't like you, you're gone. He is gone. Um, you can't let a security risk like that. Some guy allowed an outsider in with a duffel bag. Who and knows it ruins to th- It threatens to ruin all the fight islands. Everything. Shit. Yeah. All the, the relationship with Abu Dhabi because Abu Dhabi takes this stuff very seriously. Yeah. And it also ruins the UFC standing as doing it right, bringing back sports in the right way. If they start Lifetime allowing bins. that, no, then Lifetime it's over. Bin. But and here's the thing too. You think you think it was hard to get into the hotel before. Now I'm telling you, they posted a ton more security on top of what was there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just made restrictions even harder on all the fighters. Now they didn't feel like they were on an island by themselves. They will now for they sure. They will. And that just shows the minute they act like everything's cool, people try to fuck the system. So, uh, and then That's the other crazy. guy's opponent, the guy who missed weight, his opponent uh, had an injury. Oh, okay. Second, and I think it was something to do with the weight cut. Like he was feeling ill, and like yeah. was well, like, you know what Dana said? Hey, take your purse. They said, "I'm going to pay you. Go home." Well, no, this one got injured. So no, but I'm up. still saying he probably they probably paid him for it covered his costs. And oh, like he's a little injured. bit, yeah, yeah. Gave him a little taste of some money. Uh, the the guy who missed weight, who he was going to fight, is now fighting the guy whose opponent pulled the Italian job stunt. So they just mash those two together. Oh, okay. But the weird thing is, instead of the guy who missed weight losing 40%, which is traditional, he's only losing 20%. Yeah, that's not right. Which you're like, I guess that's to make up for the short notice shit. I still don't but think it's right. damn, man. Only a 20% cut? That's not enough. I'll miss weight every time if yeah, it's only 20%. 20% not that's insane. And here's the thing. You know what people understand? They got to pay tax on money. That's a cost of doing business. I bet you they can write it off. Dude. They can write off no that loss. Write off a violation. Why not? It's a violation it's a of a of contract. Business. You can't write that hey, off. If I would have made weight, I wouldn't. It's cost of me doing fighting. <laughs> Couldn't make weight. Come on, Uncle Sam. Cut me some slack. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like, yeah, very understanding know, people. Yeah, I was gonna say, IRS are very taxes. understanding people. Yeah, the IRS <laughs> is so understanding. Yeah. They get it. They would understand. Hey, they're sitting behind oh their desk God. eating a bag of potato chips. That would be some shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but uh you know crazy stuff going on in this card crazy and i i'm pumped that we got in and we got your views on the fight Absolutely. because it's rare that we get to sit down with you and talk to you about the fight just because of timing with all the cards yep but i'm very excited i hope you guys are excited what time for the are you guys tonight. gonna be back on tonight uh 10 10 o'clock for the start of the main card is when we will be going live here on all platforms just like Mason, i'll be in the studio we're watching it and we'll let you know what we think catch you soon yeah, we'll see you guys then. Very pumped, very excited. 
Are you ready for the fights tonight? Absolutely. I hope you guys are ready I'll for the fights tonight. I'll be watching you guys from work. We will see you guys on the next MMA submission. Peace out, guys. Later.